This is episode 199 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're going to be answering the question, what's it going to take to get me and my business to seven figures? We're talking to an entrepreneur who I didn't even know that I've been kind of co-working with on one of the client projects that I work on. And it was a really fun conversation. I think you're going to love it. And I think if you've got that goal to get to six figures, or maybe you're already at six figures and you want to get to seven figures, you are going to love today's episode and guest, Emily Hirsch of emilyhirsch.com. Let's get in there and get to talking to Emily. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Thank you, Emily, for joining me today. This is going to be so cool. I'm so excited to meet you and get to chat with you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Um, so, you know what's interesting, is, and I we were just talking about this before, how people's kind of paths are crossed and you don't even know it. So I was so excited to see that our paths are kind of crossed, even though we didn't really know it. So... That's fun. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in the online world, that seems to happen a lot. It like, does. You it's think like, it's wait. so big, but it's not. <laughs> I know. You're like, wait, you work on that too? Wait, you're working on that? Oh, cool. Yeah. Me too. Um, so, so before we dive into just kind of, I just figured, you know, let's, let's just get Emily in, into this fearless launching community and let people get to know you and also really talk about um, something that you recently talked about on your blog, which was shifting from the six figures to seven figures. Actually, you've talked about it a few different times, like, you know, staying stuck in six figures. And I think people put so much focus on getting to six figures that they're not really even looking beyond that, which yeah. is kind of the fun part. It's like getting to six figures means you have to kind of look at seven figures too. You have right. to look at what's what's kind of down the line. Um, right. But first, tell us about like who you are, what's your business. Um, I know you're a mom, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I run um, a digital marketing agency called Hirsch Marketing. Um, we do Facebook and Instagram ads for people in the online space, influencers, authors, people with digital products, courses, and services. Um, I have a team now of 21 people and counting, always growing. Um, cool. And yes, I'm also a mom of two. I actually started my business has grown extremely fast and people always love the story because I actually started about three and a half years ago. My son, who's three and a half, was kind of the motivation for me getting into the online world. And I just, you know, wanted to figure out how I could make money online so I could work while I had him um, and didn't have to put him in a daycare. And I've always definitely always been an entrepreneur. So I have that going for me that I have the crazy entrepreneur drive. But I just 
found the world of online through I was a virtual assistant to start. Um, and I was just doing basic stuff and it just became all self-taught. I st- started that way was a virtual assistant and got really busy really fast, got introduced into like some online Facebook groups and was like, wow, this is an entire world here of people, you know, doing amazing things and reaching so many people. And then I started doing Facebook ads for those clients really just for fun. And I was like, wow, I'm really, you know, good at this. And I get this strategy and I'm getting really amazing results and charging nothing for it. And then, you know, started charging more and then exclusively offering that. And I was, you know, doing it all on my own, like from the copy for the ads to like managing the ads, everything. Um, And then about, I don't know, a year and a half ago is when I really was like, okay, I'm going to grow an agency and really expand this. I had a team, but it was very scattered at the time. It was just like virtual assistants here and people (laughs) helping me with random stuff where I could get help because I was definitely overloaded. Um, But in the last year, my entire focus has been seriously just my team and how can I train people to what we call the Hirsch process is how we create ads for our clients and and basically run our marketing. How can I train that and grow? And um, that's what I've spent the last year doing. And it's more than doubled my business. It's what brought me into the seven figures. Um, so it's been quite the, the journey and the learning experience, but it's been amazing. Yeah, I love and actually one of the details you say you say in that the that recent article I just was talking about is that you, you know, you were a solopreneur, you know, working as a VA for VA hourly rates to yep. now to now running this, you know, 21 person team, really. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. And, you know, so is your is your son, you said, is he three and a half now or? Is he yeah. Was- so he's no, he's three and a half now. So I oh. basically like came into this when I was pregnant with him. And oh then I have a, a one year old now. And I feel like both of those, like when I had my daughter, um, she's 16 months right now. So when I had her, it was again, like that's when I started really growing the agency like piece because she was born and I was like, okay, I cannot do this. I can either like step back and be a mom and be bored. That's how, you know, that's how I am. Like I need something or I can hire help and keep on growing my business while still showing up as a mom. And so she was like, they both have such a big role in like what I ended up doing in this business because they pushed me in that way because I want to, you know, be a present mom too. That's, that's why I got into this in the first place. So yeah. if I'm working 10 hours a day, there's no point. I may as well get a job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, I didn't start working or just even start in this world at all until I think Mila, my daughter was, I want to say she was just turning two. And that's uh-huh. a really difficult time to start it, but um, but it it's very similar too because I wanted I I want to be the mom who can pick her up every day and be there with her and not she was never in daycare for like the full day until she was mm-hmm. closer to kindergarten and all of that um, kind of stuff. So I totally get that. I totally get that. That's yeah. that's fascinating. So. So then tell us, I mean, tell like, what were those early days like with the baby? <laughs> with yeah, the baby. so I, I'm, I am fortunate to where my husband, um, we have another business. And so we basically at that point, like when I was first starting, I only worked when he was sleeping or when my husband could take him for a couple hours. But my kids, like we did very much attachment parenting. So especially when they're that young, like, they couldn't be away from me for more than a few hours. So even both of them, I would work with them sleeping next to me um, or when I could get an hour or two hour break. But I really did just grow 
the business during nap time, as some headlines say, and they yes. tell you, you can do that. You can totally <laughs> do that. As they get older and they sleep less, it gets harder. But um, that was the beginning for both of the kids. That's how I managed the business, like with them next to me. Um, and we do have a, we have a nanny now, a pretty full time nanny um, with the kids. So I'm home all day, but they are taken care of during the day now. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I can just tell you from experience that yes, the nap times go away and it can be a little bit challenging. But honestly, I I mean, I feel like my daughter just kind of got with, she figured it out. She, you know, she knows that I'm going to leave my computer any old time that she needs me to if she's, you know, if she just happens to be around or not. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so like, I'm sure you know, and as, as they get older, you're going to totally see that you're going to be able to just... uh, it's just going to get more and more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. there's challenges. Let's I, let's get yeah. real about that. But there are there are some days where I'm like, dang, this is good. You know, I'm at Disneyland in the middle of the week. What's going on here? You know? Yeah. And so there there are so many uh, pluses and the fact that you already have your team on board. You know, you've got yes. a team and likely are growing that team, I'm sure. Um, yeah, always. <laughs> so, so in this... In this kind of kind of shift, like was it a big like or was it like a quick shift from just doing VA work to then like how was that transition from that to then just doing the Facebook ads? Because I can imagine that might have been a little bit challenging. Yeah, it was. No, it was a gradual, slow, probably six month shift of going from like having some doing it for some clients and then exclusive. And I think probably my biggest fallback that I had was not saying no. So I would be like, okay, I'll still like take on this other thing. That's not Facebook ads while I'm trying to shift my focus to (laughs) Facebook ads. Yeah. And then once I really got clear and I was just like really strong boundaries of like, no, I won't, you know, like this is all I'm doing. Then I really started to become like the expert, you know, in the industry for it. And people would tag me and refer me. Um, so it was a gradual shift. And I think I, if I look back, I would have done it faster, but I didn't know, you know, and I think it's, I think it's cool to see that like a lot of people's business evolves like that. Most of us start out thinking we might just be a solopreneur and then realize like for me, it was like all the opportunity and there was no way I could grow unless I decided to grow a team. And I even remember hiring my first ads manager and I was like, I don't think that I could ever have a full-time employee. Like that's, crazy that's like a lot of money (laughs) and I have like 21 people on my team and I and I want to say like 15 are probably full-time employees so I have you know you know like a year and a half ago that's how I saw it I remember when she came on my team and she wanted to quit her nine to five job and was like well I need you to you know fully replace my income and I was like oh my god I can't that's too much responsibility (laughs) so she couldn't quit her job until I could replace it but like what happened was she just got she was so busy. As soon as she came on, I had all this work. And then the second she came on, I could take on more work. So we took on more work. And I, you know, I, my struggle for the last six to eight months has just been, I like keeping up with the growth, which is a great problem to have, but it's where like a business grows so fast that you have to go back and put in the systems and the processes and like the structure. Whereas like a lot of people might, or bigger companies might do that first. Um, but us, like when you started as a solopreneur, you don't expect to grow that fast or to have to have that in place. So you don't do it. And then you get to a point where like, you're so overwhelmed because you have all the day to day work. So you don't have time to do it. So you never do it. And then you're like, well, like, you know, it's a back and forth. And so 
really my entire focus in the last at least six to eight months has been my team and like training for my team processes and everything. And it's, it's been a huge game changer and it's really what's at this point sets us apart in the industry because it's not rocket science to run Facebook ads. If you're, you know, if that's your thing and if that comes easy to you, but it's really hard to grow a team and we have 60 clients on our roster. So to manage that many clients and make sure they all get the attention that they deserve is what's hard. And it's what I've mastered by focusing on my team. I love that. So here's then what I then just kind of shifting into this whole conversation. It sounds like you really had to just, you know, just be uncomfortable, like be like resistant and then, and then just take that action anyways in hiring those first people. Um, yeah. So what, what would you say? Like, and of course I kind of, I feel like I, I, there are probably different questions that you can ask at different, different, different stages that you that you get to in your business but what do you think helped you I mean a lot of people who are listening really aren't even some of them aren't even at the six figure level Mm -hmm. and do you think that I mean what do you think that their focus should be then if you're looking back and you're like okay if I wanted to get to six figures faster how would I have Mm -hmm. done it like what did I what did I miss that I know now Well, I would have definitely hired earlier than I did. Like, it's always going to feel uncomfortable to, like, make the first, you know, investment in hiring and spending. But if you're doing it right and if you're at the right place, you should be able to clearly see, like, when I hire that position, then I'll have time for this and then I'll be able to make more money within the next month or less, you know. Um, And it's scary, but also it's like, when you hire someone, it feels really scary, but it's like, it's not a for sure decision. If it doesn't work out, you don't have to You're not keep stuck. them, You're not stuck. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's not a like year contract or anything, which is something I've had to remind myself. And I've never had to like lay somebody off or do anything like that, fortunately. But you have to remind yourself of that. I think it makes it easier. Um, there's definitely a phase in, in business and it's, it's before the six figures where hustling is necessary. Like I tell people that all the time. I'm like, people hate on the hustle and they're like, I don't want to hustle. Well, there's a phase that you need to because you can't afford not to. Thank you. So, (laughs) you know, you're in that phase before six figures, but you have to come to a point where you need to look at your business. And like, if, if what you're selling, whether it's a service or a product is definitely in demand and it's a proven concept, Like for me, it was like, I couldn't say like, I had so many referrals and clients, both when I was a virtual assistant and then Facebook ads that like, I never had an issue with that. It was just referrals. And so it was like, the demand is there. And it's no question that my business was going to keep growing. So then I knew I needed to grow a team. So as long as like, whatever it is you're selling, whether it's a service or a product is proven, and you've sold some things, and the demand is rising, and you're having a hard time keeping up with that then hire a team as soon as you or start to hire a team as soon as you can, because you know that that's most likely like high chances is not going to stop that demand. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the way that I, the, I kind of approach it the same way and, and I, but, and I also am like very practical. I'm like, okay, well you've got these clients, you can't do these clients without a person. So the best way to, right. you know, it's almost like that gets, I, I'll line up what literally is coming in and the workload with someone I want to hire, like on the team. Like, okay, that covers that expense, that covers that person, that covers that person. Um, right. Because even though even though that might leave me with in quotes less, 
you know, in terms of like, like, I don't know, money in my pocket. It's allowing me to like bring in more of those types of clients or more of those types of students who need that type of additional support. Well, exactly. And that's what I actually like the blog post you're referencing talked about is like your bottom line, your net is going to go down temporarily Mm -hmm. while you train people and bring them on. But then your top line is going to grow really quickly. And that's an adjustment that I've had to make. And like to be totally transparent, there was some times at like, I don't know, high six years right before a million that I was making more cash. Absolutely, I was. But I was working so hard and I was so overwhelmed and it wasn't sustainable. And so I had to hire more people and invest in that. And my bottom line definitely went down temporarily and it still like does that fluctuation, but then the top line goes way up. So it's like, I'd rather make 30, 40% of a $3 million business than 50% of a 1 million. Like, you know, and you have to kind of make that adjustment and it is uncomfortable, but also I think a lot of people go through where it's like, at least I did. And I like my dad's an entrepreneur and I've talked to him about this. And it's like, you do have a phase where you're like working really hard. You barely have a team. Your margins are awesome. You're overwhelmed, but you're like making a lot of cash. And you're like, this is great. And then you have to, you know, hire a team and it grows your business, but it temporarily makes it. So you have to spend more money and you have to, if you're not, if you can't do that, you will never grow. And for me, it was like, there was no way I could have kept on managing those clients you know, I can't manage the big accounts that we have on my own. Like yeah. it would have fallen through. My reputation would have been ruined. Like it wouldn't have lasted more than a few months. So I had to make that decision. And people who don't, they just stay in the same place. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. No, my, my question would be like, if you're asking, you know, like where can I invest in in like money in my business? And let's say you're like, okay, I have this person that I just hired. What do you think about I mean, masterminds is something that people in that kind of beginning phase, do you think that those are necessary at that point? Or do you have any, what, like, what's your take on just, you know, yeah, the so, higher priced masterminds? Yeah, I have a, I mean, I don't know how many people will like my, I work with a lot of coaches and I think they're amazing and masterminds are amazing. And I'm in two very high level masterminds, but I didn't join any coaching program or mastermind until I was at six figures because I really feel like your money needs to back into your business until you're at that point and if you spend money in in a mastermind or high level coaching and you don't have any money to invest in your business how is the coaching going to help you like you can't implement what they're saying and so what I saw was people would pay a lot of money to a coach who would teach them about marketing or whatever it was and then they had no marketing budget so how can they get the benefit out of that so you know and I am a person who I don't need like motivation and direction like I just go until I get there so I am different in that way like where if you really need direction like maybe it is a good investment for you but for me it was like I got my business to a point where I could do it on my own and I knew like I could do it I didn't need support and then I got to a place where I was like I don't know how to grow a team and I don't know how to do this level of business growth so I need help and that's where I really got support and I have a business coach, Alex Sharpen, who teaches about teams and growing your team. And like, he's been, he's been absolutely the reason for my growth this year. So like masterminds are great and, and coaching is great, but you need to be able to put money back into your business for it to work. Right. No, I mean, I was just thinking, yeah, I was just thinking about that. That is, I mean, and that's why you hear a lot of the coaches who are doing or 
or people who are doing these masterminds, they actually are saying for six figure businesses and above, mm-hmm. they're saying that for a reason. It's not because, because they can't get somebody people. results yeah, unless that person has the money to put back in their business. And it's <laughs> exactly. not their fault if the person can't get results, you know, if, right. if they don't have the money to put back in. That's right. That's right. Um, interesting. So then as now you've moved, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you something about like the, the coach, Alex, is that what you said his name is? Yeah. Alex Sharfin. Sharfin. Um, yeah. Are you, are, is, is, uh, are you getting any kind of guidance on just being a leader? you know, in your, yeah. So, I mean, his entire like program and, um, coaching and he's, he's actually one of my clients. We're really, really good friends, but all of his guidance is around how to be a leader, a CEO and, and run a team. So whenever I go to an event around that and you'll be, I mean, I, I, I guess not surprised, but it's, it's really cool. Um, I'm in two masterminds all with million dollar plus business owners. And there is so much focus from, both of those groups and people who just want to learn how to run their team better. Um, Because at that level, like that's what you need to be doing because you need Mm -hmm. to get yourself out of the day to day. So um, that's when my entire focus is implementing like his systems and um, his advice around running a team and being a better leader and how to set my team up for success and give them goals and processes. And um, it's really changed my perspective because I look at everything now where if something goes wrong in the business or there's a mistake or something doesn't work how we wanted it to, like I, it's my, it's my fault because we didn't have the process in place for the team to be successful. And, um, that's changed a lot because it's made it so we have a really powerful team. I mean, and it's why, like I said, why we are the top agency in the industry because of the team I built and the, the processes that support that team. I love that. And I, I think I've, I've, um, heard past teachers, you know, say the same thing about growing their teams that, you know, when something goes wrong, it's not that actual individuals, they, they immediately go to the process and say, what, what can I change here? What needs to be, you know, what needs to be fixed in the process, not the person. Um, I love that. So what are your, what are your plans for this year then? If you're, you're building your, you're building your team, you're, you know, becoming a, becoming a better leader of your team, but like what other things are you, are you taking on any new types of projects or what are you, what are you up to? Yeah. So I, um, am having a great time being in the creative part of the business really in like the, the representing our brand. So we'll be launching a podcast next month. And so I'm working a lot on kind of pre-recording episodes for that. Um, I also, yeah, we'll be working on, um, I have a Facebook ads course that I kind of just didn't, do anything with because it wasn't my focus, but I think I will probably be revamping that. Maybe it'll be early next year. I'm all about focus. So that's one big, big thing I've learned is like not the multiple streams of businesses. It's like perfect this one. Um, And so I, because that, you know, Facebook ads course basically is like a downsell. It's still the same client, you know, avatar that we're targeting. I'm okay putting focus into that, but that will eventually be, we have a lot of people who want to work with us, but aren't quite at the level. Um, and so that's like a good thing for them that I can work on. So that's something I'll be able to work on. And I'm having just a great time being able to, I go to a lot of events, um, high level events so I can build relationships. That's how I spend a lot of my time. So I'm, I'm really fully out of the day to day of the company and I'm having a great time with that. You know, it's been like, a long journey to get to that point. But once you get there, you're like, oh my gosh, this is what like owning a business is really like. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I've definitely seen lots of teams kind of do what you're talking about. And that's kind of where I am as well. Um, and I, you know, I'm still trying to get used to that, even though I've been part of other people's big teams, growing your own team is like a whole different, Uh um, thing. And it's, it it is uncomfortable to kind of think uh, and to invest in people and, and, but, but I love how you, how you've talked about this and, and even just the questions that you asked in this, in this blog post, I was like, oh, is she talking to me? I think I kind of (laughs) need to be listening to Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I've been there and I will, you know, continue to go through the, the ropes. I'm sure that, you know, each, each kind of new milestone is going to be different things that make us uncomfortable and things we have to face. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm curious just cause you, you did say like people might not be ready to like work with you yet. What is, what do you think is a good time to work with a, like what kind of budget does someone need to have to really start working with Facebook ads? I mean, with 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 a, an actual agency kind of a group like yours, is there yeah, a, so, a stage that you look for? Or yeah, I mean, I definitely look for people who are at least at a hundred thousand dollars a year would be like the minimum. Um, but really, like what I look for, what what you probably can start Facebook ads earlier than you think. But the biggest thing is that you need to understand before you start that you need to make sure you really clearly understand who it is you're targeting. And like a deep understanding of their emotions and how you can reach them, you know, and speak to them. That's really important. And people think they have that understanding and they don't yet very often. Then you need to make sure you understand like what it is you're offering them. Even if you don't have all your products and your offerings finalized, you need to understand like the problem that you're solving. Because if you don't understand that, you can't attract the right people. And ideally, you have some sort of proven sales you know you've sold some and then like Facebook ads and marketing really are good for two things one visibility and just growing your brand and growing so more people see you and then two scaling a funnel or something that we already know works in a small way Mm -hmm. because people have gone through it whether it's organic or warm really warm like their traffic they're following Facebook ads is like the opportunity to go then reach more people so as far as budget, like to work with an agency, um, to work with us, like between us and ad spend, you'd need at least about $4,000 a month um, for everything, ad spend plus our fees. And you can definitely like, you know, if you want to start marketing, you want to start reaching more people, like the best thing to do is get on video and promote those videos to your audience because that's cheap. Like you could probably figure it out if you really wanted to DIY it yourself. <laughs> And then you start to build data and a following so that when you bring in experts, you have that to go off of and it just makes the experience even better. Okay, that's really helpful. That's actually really helpful. Um, you know, I was gonna I was gonna ask you, do you guys run do you run ads for your business? Or yeah. Do you even def- I, I mean, because I'm just not sure. Like maybe you're like, okay, we're at capacity right now. We can't have any more clients. Or do you are yeah, you constantly I've been running there, clients? like yeah. where I don't um I, I definitely like so much of my business is based off of referrals, but we still run 
um, like I'll do Facebook lives. We'll promote those. We have a couple of funnels. Uh, we, we offer, we give people a case study document, like from our clients. So that's one of our funnels. And then, um, the other thing I release is called the Hirsch marketing report every month where, uh, we basically report on all, we have 60 clients. So we report on all the ad spend, how much profit total all the clients made, like our top converting ads, what's working, what's not working. Um, and so we release that. So I drive traffic to get people to sign up for that as well. Um, so I absolutely, yeah, do run ads. Uh, a lot of the ads for the agency is like visibility kind yeah. of focus because I'm just trying to dominate the industry <laughs> and, and continue to put my name out there. Um, so it's not like we're specifically like, oh, it costs us $150 every client we get. Like it doesn't really work like that for service because it's a long game where like yeah. you're just, I have people who come to me who have been following me for six months and it's like, I don't know what ad brought them in, but I was paying for visibility and like just staying top of mind, which is really like a big part of the power of Facebook ads. I love it. Well, okay. So Emily, how can we reach you? I mean, I know, but if you want to share like the best, I mean, where do we sign up for the Hirsch marketing report? First of all, yeah. So if you just go to my website, Emily Hirsch, and it's H I R S H, everybody wants to put a C in there, no C, um, dot com. At the very home page, there is, you can sign up to get the marketing report right at the top. And then you can, you know, go look through our site where I have that blog we've been referencing. And yeah, and I'll make sure uh, to link to that content. too. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. this has been amazing, and I'm sure that people are going to be really excited to to get to know you. I'm going to be, I have your site in one of my open tabs right now, so <laughs> I'll be perusing that, and um, I'm just so excited that we've gotten a chance to chat and get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you again, and for anybody who's listening, I will make sure to link to Emily's site, and then a few other posts that I found that I thought were really interesting, especially if you're in that phase where you're thinking about, you know, you're maybe you haven't even reached six figures yet, but like the six figure to seven figure journey is definitely an, a different one than when you're just starting. So yep. I'm excited to share that. Um, a few of the posts that I saw in there um, that we can that we can share with everybody. So thank you so much, Emily. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fearless Launching Show. If you'd like to connect with Emily, find out about anything we talked about today, make sure to head over to the show notes, which are at ansomorelove.com forward slash 199, along with any links to sign up for Emily's monthly marketing report, as well as just find out more about her and what she's doing to get her business solidly in the seven figures. All right. I really enjoyed this conversation, but next week is episode 200, my friends. So make sure to listen in because I'm going to be doing some fun things, talking, sharing some stuff that I haven't shared yet, which I don't know how that's possible. But but believe me, I will be sharing some things that I have not shared yet on this show. Thank you, as always, for listening, for hanging out with me, and let me know what you think. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure to head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave me a kind review and let me know what you thought. As always, I love to hear from you. So feel free to hit hit the comments below the show notes over at ansomorelove.com. And guess what? I'll see you next Thursday. Same place, same time. Take care. Bye-bye.